Section number eight of the children. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Children by Alice Maynell. Section eight. The Man with Two Heads. It is generally understood in the family that the nurse who menaces a child, whether with the supernatural or with simple sweeps, lions or tigers, goes. The rule is a right one, for the appeal to fear may possibly hurt a child. Nevertheless, it oftener fails to hurt him. If he is prone to fears, he will be helpless under their grasp, without the help of human tales. The night will threaten him, the shadow will pursue, the dream will catch him, terror itself have him by the heart. And terror, having made his pulses leap, knows how to use any thought, any shape, any image, to account to the child's mind for the flight and tempest of his blood. The child shall not be frightened, decrees ineffectual love. But though no man make him afraid, he is frightened. Fear knows him well and finds him alone. Such a child is hardly at the mercy of any human rashness and impatience, nor is the child, whose pulses go steadily, and whose brows are fresh and cool, at their mercy. This is one of the points upon which a healthy child resembles the Japanese. Whatever that extreme oriental may be in a war and diplomacy, whatever he may be at London University, or whatever his plans of empire, in relation to the unseen world he is a child at play. He hides himself, he hides his eyes, and pretends to believe that he is hiding. He runs from the supernatural and laughs for the fun of running. So did a child, threatened for his unruliness with the revelation of the man with two heads. The nurse must have had recourse to this man under acute provocation. The boy, who had profited well by every one of his four long years, and was radiant with the light and color of health, refused to be left to compose himself to sleep. The act is an adult act, learnt in the self-conscious and deliberate years of later life, when man goes on a mental journey, in search of rest, aware of setting forth. But the child is pursued and overtaken by sleep, caught surprised and overcome he goes no more to sleep then he takes the constitutional with his hoop and hoop stick the child amuses himself up to the last of his waking moments happily in the search for amusement he is apt to learn some habit or to cherish some toy either of which may betray him and deliver him up to sleep the enemy what wonder then if a child who knows that everyone in the world desires his peace and pleasure should clamor for companionship in the first reluctant minutes of bed this child being happy did not weep for what he wanted he shouted for it in the rousing tones of his strength after many evenings of this he was told that this was precisely the vociferous kind of wakefulness that might cause the man with two heads to show himself unable to explain that no child ever goes to sleep but that sleep on the contrary goes for a child the little boy yet accepted the penalty believed in the man and kept quiet for a time there was indignation in the mother's heart when the child instructed her as to what might be looked for at his bedside she used all her emphasis in assuring him that no man with two heads would ever trouble those innocent eyes for there was no such portent anywhere on earth there's no such heart-oppressing task as the making of these assurances to a child for whom who knows what portents are actually in wait she found him however cowering with laughter not with dread lest the man with two heads should see her over here. The man with two heads had become his play. 
and so as perhaps bringing about his sleep by gentler means than the nurse had intended the man was employing the vacant minutes of the little creature's flight from sleep called going to sleep in the inexact language of the old nor would the boy give up his faith with its tremor and private laughter because the child has a place for everything this boy had placed the monstrous man in the ceiling in a corner of the room that might be kept out of sight by the bed curtain if that corner were left uncovered the fear would grow stronger than the fun the man would see me said the little boy but let the curtain be in position and the child lay alone hugging the dear belief that the monster was near he was earnest in controversy with his mother as to the existence of his man the man was there for he had been told so and he was there to wait for naughty boys said the child with cheerful self-condemnation the little boy's voice was somewhat hushed because of the four ears of the listener but it did not falter except when his mother's arguments against the existence of the man seemed to him cogent and likely to gain the day then for the first time the boy was a little downcast and the light of mystery became dimmer in his gay eyes end of section eight recording by april six zero nine zero california united states of america